Good morning. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord with my family. It's always um, wonderful to be back home. Um, I have been missing you a lot, and God brought me safe home. Thank you for all the prayers that you have um, left um, to God for me, my family. And um, this morning is a wonderful time to be and celebrating our first day of Sunday Advent. So wonderful um, to be able to have this freedom that other people don't have. So thanks and praises to the Lord for, for that. So greetings from my family. My, I am along here today. My husband is preaching in Wakefield today. So um, may God use him and bless the church there. So this morning um, is it's the first time I'm preaching on uh, Advent season. So um, I, I have been thinking about uh, a scripture that um, probably some of you already know if you read the, the news. Uh, in in uh, Isaiah chapter 12. So this scripture gives me hope and joy as I had wanted to share with you. I have been thinking about this um, um, sermon for, for a while. Um, have been reading and pondering about it. So um, before we get into the, into the, the, the sermon, uh, I would like to uh, mention that in the verse, in the first uh, the chapters before, um, like 7 to 11, is talk, talking, Isaiah was appointed to, um, to, um, to speak to the, the, the people. He was called to bring uh, a message. He was put in a, a very hard position because he had to be given a lot of um, judgment news, which sometimes is not good to, uh, to hear what uh, we are doing wrong. And so he was appointed to, 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 help, to give them the, the news that um, their bad was not, the life wasn't going well that their, their spiritual condition was really, really bad. So idolatry, idolatry was one of the things that the, the people were, were um, uh, doing that was not pleasing to God. So after the reign of Solomon, God took away part of uh, Solomon's kingdom. <clears throat> and the nation of Israel was divided into the northern kingdom, which is referred as uh, Israel, Samaria or Ephraim. And the southern kingdom was referred to as Judah or Jerusalem at, at that time. So there was so much fighting between these two kingdoms. And in, chapter, in these chapters, we find that um, the northern kingdom also could be conquered by Assyria. And he also stated that the southern kingdom could be disciplined by Assyria. So, so much was happening, so much that um, were not good news for the people. And, um, but in the midst of all of these, these bad news, uh, there was hope. So we're going to talk about that hope this morning. So the, the bad news um, continued there, and there, was, there were going to be consequences for what the, the sin that these people have been doing. And, but uh, God sent the promise through Isaiah, and um, he, God promises to send the 
the Messiah, the coming King. And um, this is a wonderful hope for the people that is uh, believing, that is hoping, that is uh, waiting for, for something good to, ha to happen in the midst of these terrible things that they were doing. They were, idolatry can um, destroy families and bring bad consequences, curse over the family. So um, the, the people that were believing they wanted something new, something different, were um, blessed by this wonderful hope. And, and we find that in, I'm sorry, in Isaiah 9:2. So I think we have been singing already uh, this wonderful news, and it's wonderful to, to, um, to repeat this about um, in, that light could come in the darkness. In, this, in the midst of all this darkness, the light of God could come. And this is in, in um, verse 2 of chapter 9. And then in the, in the verse 6 and 7 said, For us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on, upon his shoulder. Here he's talking about the future, far future, that um, Jesus will be reigning as a king of king, kings. Excuse me. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, on the of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign and David strong and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time and forever, the seal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Everything will be done by the Holy Spirit, by the power of God. So the title of this sermon this morning is Returning to Praise. Why? Why we, we had to return to praise? This, this chapter that we're going to read, chapter 12, um, is, is like a psalm. I was reading, and when I was reading, I thought I was reading the book of Psalms. And I was saying, uh, Psalm 12, and then I realized, no, it's Isaiah that is, is um, speaking there. So um, about six months ago, a friend from Honduras called me and told me, I had a dream. I had a dream, and she mentioned another friend that we were part of the dream. And um, she, she told me about the dream, and, and she felt like we need to come back to praise. We need to return to praise God and um, remember the thing that he had done. So she, she mentioned that, uh, that, that she loved that, word, that uh, chapter so much, and, and she asked me, can you read it and tell me what you think? Uh, what you get out of it. So I began working on it, and I, I began right away to, to write notes and, and, um, and meditate on it, and, and I sent her uh, my notes, and, um, and then I kept searching and, and pondering in, in these words, and, and this, made me, made me, this made me think about uh, how important it is that we worship our Lord, that we don't forget uh, what he has done. So uh, today we are going to read this chapter, and um, I invite you to open the Bible in, in chapter 12 of Isaiah. I would like all of us to speak these words that we can hear um, in one voice. Amen. I am reading in um, uh, NIV version. You could stand up, please, to read the word of God. 
We read the, the word of God in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In that day, you will say, I will praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day, you will say, give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make him know among the nations what he has done. And proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel among you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you are here with us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us through this reading, God, and help us to open our eyes, uh, our spiritual eyes, to receive what you have for us today, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. May be seated. So, um, God was speaking through Isaiah and was talking about the future. Was talking about what people will say. And he's talking about the remnant of, I'm hoping saying that word right, remnant, remnant, remnant. <laughs> Some little complicated. So, um, in these verses that uh, we, I was mentioning before about the, cha- the first, the chapter before this uh, chapter 12, talking about um, how the people of God had been um, is practically condemned if they don't change their ways. And uh, but the hope is is there that they could could change so um, that they can make life better for themselves. So um, here, this, this verse is in the, the first verse said, said that in that day you will say, I will praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. So God is talking about the future, how they will um, value uh, that, that God has, bring a hope, has brought a hope for them. And, and this is a, a, a verse that... Um, is going back to what um, Moses uh, uh, went through with the Israelites in, um, when they were uh, crossing the, 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 the Red Sea. God opened a way for them. He was showing them mercy. He got uh, Israel out of Egypt. So God opened the Red Sea, made a way for, for them to escape, and that same water that he used to to um, make a way, open a, a way for them to grow. That same water he used to um, have the, the Egyptians, the enemies, perish. So um, God has shown his power in amazing ways. So he said, I will praise you, Lord. So God knows that they will say that uh, they are thankful for what has done, God has done, that his anger has stopped, that God has had mercy with the people. And so um, Isaiah was prophesizing that they would recognize that God, for sure, 
is their salvation, that God is with them, that God's anger had ceased and his mercy is abundant for them. In Isaiah 51, 50, uh, sorry, I'm reading backwards, 25, 1, Lord, you are my God, I will exalt you and praise your name for perfect faithfulness. You have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. So they, they will remember that God had planned his plans, that he loved the world so much, and that his plans were uh, faithful and perfect. So verse 2, they could recognize also that God, as their Savior, in they, they cannot be um, afraid of anything, that he is their protection, that he is their um, like their chill, that they are not alone in anything. So they cannot be afraid. afraid. So the Lord is, uh, they will say, the Lord is my strength and my defense. And again, he, uh, they, he, he has, uh, that he has been their salvation. So in the New King James uh, Bible commentary mentioned the verses of the Psalm of Redemption, based on the first Psalm of Redemption in Exodus 15:2. Remember when, when the, the, uh, the, the uh, Israelites were free from Pharaoh, they crossed the sea, as I mentioned before. They came out, and, they, and then Moses uh, had uh, written this, this um, song, song to be grateful for all that they have seen God doing in their, in their midst. So the, the people, we know that the, the Israelites did a lot of things that were not, um, good that they were back and forth. There was a cycle that they were uh, coming to the Lord and going back uh, backwards. But um, still, they um, Moses made this amazing um, song and repeat this um, this uh, song. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise Him. My Father is God and I will exalt Him. So we see the praises here. So God is our salvation through Jesus Christ. The Savior, the promised Savior for um, the people then is also our Savior. We are experiencing that now. There was just a promise for them. And the people that opened their heart believe that, that, that we... Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so God uh, showed a salvation and a promise to them. And also there was a time there that, that they, the people that were came captive, that was captive by Assyria, became free. God promised that they will be, um, be were going to be set free. Uh, some did, some did not, but um, we, uh, we know that, that God's promises are faithful and we have been blessed so much and that we, by faith, we have received the salvation of Christ. So as we go through things in our lives, we know that our salvation uh, is not that we just are saved and we are going up to heaven but we have a process going on in this earth, and we know that we, can, we don't have to be afraid. 
because he is with us. He is faithful and he sustains us. So as he has saved us, he has rescued us, he continues to rescue us. Sometimes we get into things that we don't know how we'll get them out, out, out of there. there but um, we know that God helps us. He has mercy and shows mercy every day to us. So um, another, the other verse that I really um, caught my attention when I was meditating about um, uh, and the, uh, the whole chapter, I found in this verse 3 that uh, will, with joy you will draw water from the, the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name. So when you think about your salvation, my salvation, we can think about the, the priceless gift that we have received. And it continues to be a fountain of uh, blessing because Jesus is with us every moment, every day through the Holy Spirit. And he is here with all of us to quench our thirst, to um, fill our emptiness. And we all have longings in, in our hearts, and um, he wants to fill us. So we can always come to him. We cannot stop coming to him. He always open to, with open arms to receive us, as he did with the Samaritan woman in chapter 4 um, of John. In verses 10 to 14, I really liked this um, this scripture also because uh, it showed us how Jesus was reaching out to this woman. He was, she was, he wasn't seeing her, her, um, her sin, her um, the stuff that she was doing. He wasn't seeing it to accuse her or to to point at her, to make her feel bad. But Jesus was reaching out to her heart. And, and he was, uh, even though, you know, the, the story uh, of um, how it goes, that the conversation that Jesus has with the woman, um, where she is talking about cultural situations, cultural uh, dividers, and Jesus goes beyond, beyond the, the divide and um, reaches to her heart and tell her, if I am asking you for, for water, um, if I, if, um, if you knew what I am, uh, who I am, or what I am, uh, the, that I can give you living water, she could ask him. So um, she is uh, an example as us that we can reach out to God, and He is always that fountain that keeps flowing. And so to, to to draw water from the well salvation is that we take. The, the advantage that, that we have in him, that we come to him and let him um, have his way in, in us, that we uh, are transformed by his, um, his salvation, that the Holy Spirit keeps uh, transforming us from the inside out. So to draw water from the well of salvation uh, is uh, amazing for me to think that uh, we can... Um, make a wonderful, to have a wonderful life, that we don't have to be to live in fear, we don't have to live in misery, we don't have to be, to be sad. I uh, remember one of my brothers used to say to my parents, um, when there was a song that said, if there cannot be a heart that is sad if you have uh, Jesus in your heart. 
And so um, he would come and tell my parents, like my mother could be sad for something, and say, why are you sad, mom? And, and he said, um, if you have Jesus in your heart, you cannot be sad. So it was like he was listening. He was young, and he was listening to that uh, statement of that having Jesus in our heart, uh, we have everything. It happens normally that we got, things come, and then we get sad. But um, that we always come to, we can always come to Jesus, and He is with us to give us the strength and the joy. To the joy that that He gives is never ending. So He's the one that gives us salvation, give us eternal life. We were dead in our trespasses. We were um, we were no hope, but He gave us life, and only not only life, but life in abundance. And Him we have the hope of glory that living hope that one day everything will end in this world, that we will have him forever, that, that we will not have no pain, no sorrow, no burdens. So um, we can praise God. We can praise God for all those blessings that we have. And like, it's like salvation, it says like, it's like a treasure. You, in, the, in a treasure you find a lot of things, different kinds of jewels. So, the same way the salvation that God has given us has that uh, abundant um, blessings that are hidden, but we can cultivate that in our lives. So let us remember what God um, has done in our lives, that in the midst of our battles and our situation, he is still um, the Lord of Lords, and he is here with us, to help us in every situation. So let us speak of his character. Let us um, talk about his attributes. When we think about all that God is, we cannot uh, have enough time to praise him. So when you come before God in his presence, you can think about all the things that he had done, the, all the things that, that, that how he had blessed you. We can think about his goodness, his mercies toward us. What great things he had done through generation. We can remember all that he did for his people in the past and what he has done all through our lives. And we can rejoice because he is our salvation and he has delivered us from the darkness. He has covered us with his presence. He has covered me, like I talked to you in, last, in last, my last sermon in missions, um, how God brought me from my uh, very young age uh, up to now, he has been so faithful to me and, and to my family. Yes. So I want to go into the verse first, uh, port, excuse me. Uh, it says, in that day you will say, give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations that he has, what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Lord, the Holy One of Israel among you. We have been singing this beautiful song before the, the, the sermon, and um, it's amazing all how people can put these songs together, and I love them. But I think it's good that we can sing here and that we can enjoy uh, our time together, but we have to continue when we are home, when we are in the car, when we are in the kitchen, wherever we are. If we are not uh, disturbing people, 
just let's uh, worship the Lord with our um, our mouths and and sing to Him, having more intentional about. I love to sing, uh, and uh, sometimes I put music, but sometimes I want to sing my own um, song that I know from my my childhood that I, I learned. And I think you can experience God's presence when you start worshiping God in, in your own time, in your own space. So um, I wanted to, to talk about um, some um, statement that I found in one of the commentaries that I was uh, reading. In, um, in this song, praise means to give public acknowledgement or to declare in, aloud in public. It's like to express um, to express your, your, um, uh, what you have learned from God. And we can call up upon his name. And this, it said that we can, uh, uh, this um, phrase can be proclaimed, um, rephrased as proclaim his name. So we can speak of the Lord. So he wants us to speak out about him. So to declare means to make known. You want to know. Uh, Sometimes we... Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we want to talk about our family, our family members. We are so proud of our family, um, of our children, and what they are doing, what they are accomplishing. And the same way we can talk about God, because he loves us so much, and, and he wants us to, to declare um, who he is. He's my father. He is my refuge. He is my strength. So... Um, to, to make known, when we, uh, we declare we are thinking about uh, the, the past thing that he has done and what he's doing right now in our midst. And so uh, each of these verse, uh, verbs, I mean, to declare, to praise, um, are designated to give acknowledgement of the works, of the wonders that God has done among his people. So he continues to say... Um, Thanking, thanking the Lord is to express express uh, thankfulness and tell it to all the nations. Um, probably will not able to go to all the nations. Like I said before, another time uh, we can go one person at a time. You can find in the market different kind of people that you can tell about God. And I know sometimes it's hard to. To, uh, to talk to people because people listen to their own things as we are sometimes. We are in our go to the store or different places and we don't want to be disturbed. But um, just go in prayer. Go in prayer that God will give you an opportunity to, to speak of our great God. So uh, let them know how mighty he is, what he has done in your life. And we can sing to the, uh, to the Lord. We can lift up a song. Why? For he has done great things, and he keeps doing them. So make known his praise around the world. Tell all the people of Jerusalem, shout his praises with joy. Why? For great is the Holy One of Israel. So there is so much to learn from this scripture. I keep, I, I keep going, reading again, and I there is a lot of verses related to about worship. And so... I encourage you to go back to this, this scripture and think about it and read all the verses that are related to, to, um, to exalt our Lord. So I would like to invite, invite you to continue praising the Lord.
to make known others, to be vocal, more vocal about what God has done in your life. I will try to be short about this testimony that I have. Some of you received my email about my my um, experience in, experience in Mexico with my brother, and I don't want to be silent about. For for uh, safety reasons, I have not put it in, on Facebook, but um, today I want to share with you that God had been so faithful. Amen. Many things happened in there that I could be here telling you an, an hour an hour or two telling you all the things that God did there. But my family and I are so thankful to God for for the way he worked work things out. One Thursday, I received the news that my brother had died. And you, you heard about, not everybody maybe, but most of you heard. And we prayed in the moment, it was just so hard for me because my brother is so close, so close to me. And I just, um, before I could even talk to my, my husband and my children, I just kneeled down and prayed and, and talk, God, talk to God because I knew he's the only one that could strengthen me and my family. And as you know, one week later, we find out that my brother is not dead, that he is alive. And um, in the midst of that week, I was preparing to go to be with my mother to, to help her too because she was so distressed and I, I just uh, remember that when I talked to my mother when I gave her the news my mother had been asking all of me have you talked to David have you talked to David so I was trying to get in, in touch with uh, people that knew him and so I I did um, uh, <clears throat> didn't get anybody to, to to find him and so when I when I found the news I thought I, I, I need to go to my mother and, and help her so I was making a, a plan, plans for a trip. My brother said, just get a ticket. I will help you. And so so we, so we, I was making those plans. And then the next Thursday, um, the, before the next Thursday, uh, a few days before uh, the next Thursday, one uh, friend um, saw the picture on Facebook. And I'm thankful for, thank for Facebook <laughs> because that's the way I found my, my brother. And so um, he said not to go, not, not, that it wasn't possible that my brother was dead, that um, we should report him missing. So my, my, um, this lady that was so close to my brother that we didn't know, it's like, I remember praying, God, you know everything. I, for moments I thought that he could be dead because he hasn't talked to me in five months. But I was hoping, I was given the benefit of the doubt because my mother was trusting. My mother was thinking that, that if we don't find a body, he should be alive. And so he, um, so when, when uh, this lady talked to my, my sister, so gave me the phone number to call the sister to report him missing in the morning, he went, um, she went to report him missing and, and they were not supposed to give her information because she wasn't a family member. She was related to my, my sister-in-law, my sister. But um, somehow God made a way, and that was my prayer, that God will make, make a way. He knows nothing is hidden to him. So he, um, 
so she uh, went and at the night, like five hours later, she was receiving the, the officer in her home. They were not supposed to do that to, to go to her home. Or usually they had to go to the, uh, the, the um, police station and, and get um, uh, given information. And so um, he, they gave uh, her the, a picture to identify my brother. So that's the way that we found out. And, and then the plan to go to Honduras to help my mother to bring um, that uh, we will, uh, I thought that we will bring the body before, uh, before we knew he was alive, we'll, until I found out about the, his body, where his body was, that we will, uh, I will go to Honduras. And then ch things changed because, because he was alive. I had to go to Mexico to see him, just um, to see how we could help him. He is still, is still in the process, legal process, but I tell you, God works in amazing ways. He is just, I, he was so impressed that I was there. He, he said, I don't know how to explain, but I knew you, you cut for me. So it just, that touched me because we have a good relationship and, and to know that, that he had that hope and, and he was praying, God, you will not let me die here without, without food. And, and people helped him and he didn't have anybody to bring him food, but he could find, he could find food for him. Let's, he said, I had a cup of coffee and we divided between six inmates. So, so I just so thankful to God for what God is doing in his life. He, he doesn't look the way he was um, a year ago because he, had, he got into depression because my other brother had passed away. So to see him so restored, it just lift me up in all the things that we went through to get there with my niece um, and just to see her to encounter, to encounter my, her, her father, it, like God let me be a witness of that encounter, that restored relationship that they have not seen each other in 10 years as it was for me, but I, for him means so much. He always, he even had dreams that, that one day he, he will have his daughters together and he, and he will um, uh, uh, bless them. And he, he was just so, so happy and he didn't look depressed. I tell you, I was there in that room of that jail, and I didn't feel like I was in a jail because I was just so blessed. The presence of God was, uh, everything that we were talking, God was just um, uh, blessing us. So, amen, praise the Lord. So God is worthy of our praises. I could say today, as in verse 6, Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. But I would say, people of new beginnings, praise the Lord for grace is the Holy One of Israel among, among what's among them, but it's among us today. The Messiah, Emmanuel, God is with us. Today as we celebrate our first day of Advent, Sunday Advent, we can continue worshiping him thinking about all that he has done, how he came as a baby to this world. And like Mary was saying, he went through a process in his life in this world and he gave his life for us. So this morning I would like us to stand up and pray and thank God 
I would like to that every one of you can say something to God in your own voice this morning to tell him how wonderful he is and that he continue to to be with us. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much, Lord. Praises to your name, God, for all that you have done. Thank you for you have been so generous to us, Lord. Through generations, God, you have blessed your people, and we have been blessed to reach out to us, God, to give us the blessing of your salvation and so much more. You have been our refuge, our strength, our shepherd, our our shield. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We praise your name this morning. Thank you, God. You are amazing, Lord. There is no one like you, Lord. Receive the glory, receive the honor this morning, God. Bless your people, God. Oh, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are here with us, Lord. Thank you. Oh, Lord Jesus. Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you. We praise your name, God. May your name be glorified. Oh, God, thank you. We pray for the people that don't have this hope, God, this morning. Now they will come to know you and will receive you, Father. Oh, God, bless my, my brother and my sister here, God. You know every need, God. You know how they need you, Father. Maybe they came here hoping that something will be different for them from now on. Oh, God, may you your grander desire and their their um, burden be taken away from them, God. Touch every life, Lord. Touch every life, Father, that is here, God, and whoever is in, in online, God, that will also re- receive the blessing, Father. Receive your touch this morning, oh God. I know you are powerful, God. There is no distance for you. You can touch people's lives, Father, as you did for my brother, and you are doing in my family so many great things, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We return to praise, God. Forgive us if we have not been praising you enough, God. And help us to continue being thankful, showing others, God, the way to have the freedom that you have given us, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This morning I would like to open the altar if someone is here and has not received Jesus in your house. You know, today is a day of salvation. 
God knows your heart and knows what you need. I just pray that that you make a decision today. Maybe not anybody here, but I just want to do this because I know that God is always open to receive whoever comes to him. So anyone is here with sadness, with depression, with um, pain of any kind, or, or simply wants to make a commitment or recommit your life to the Lord, come. Come to him. He's waiting for you. He loves you. And he wants to make you whole. He wants to restore your life. He wants to make you new. So come before him and receive him as your savior, as your comforter, as your shield, your defender. God is good and he's with us. Anybody here? God wants to bless everyone today. He wants to take away your burden. He wants to take away your your difficulties. He wants to make you strong in him. He is the only answer. There is no other way. He is the only one that makes a way in this world for whoever needs him. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for Debbie, Lord. Can you touch her this morning, God? You know, God, you know her for her, you know her needs, God. Thank you, Jesus, for the knowledge that she had, that you are her helper, you are her shepherd, Lord. And anyone, God, that didn't come here, Father, but still is there thinking that you are powerful and you can do things or all things possible. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we praise your name today. Amen. God bless you.